This is News Talk. Well, the Irish Times has the uh, poignant photograph on the front page of then British Prime Minister Tony Blair and then Taoiseach Bertie Ahern signing the Belfast Agreement on Good Friday, April 10th, 1998. And they uh, have a photograph of the agreement signed by Blair, Ahern, Mo Molum and David Andrews. And the Irish Times says on the front page, sooner or later, the Irish question had to change from what are you willing to kill and die for to what can you live with. That's what happened on Good Friday 25 years ago. And of course, there's a host of events uh, on in Ireland and in the north to mark the signing of the uh, Good Friday Agreement. We'll have lots more on News Talk Breakfast about it as well. And a reminder that News Talk has our special podcast series, as I remember it, Bertie Ahern and the Good Friday Agreement, where he speaks to some of the architects of the deal about their memories of the talks and the period surrounding the signing of the deal. And uh, that podcast is available now on the News Talk app or wherever you get your podcast. That's the main story. By the way, the Irish Times also have a big interview with Bono talking about the Good Friday Agreement today. Now, so that's one bit of news from the North and the Irish Times. The other brings us right up to the present day. Uh, Freya McClements writing that dissident Republicans could launch attacks in Derry on Easter Monday. This is the warning from the PSNI. It's warning of a significant policing demand in the coming days because there's the added challenge of US President Joe Biden's visit and they have some intelligence from the community in Derry, a real concern that there may be attempts to draw police into serious public or disorder and to use that then as a platform to launch terrorist attacks on police as well. So kind of a nervy weekend in Derry, particularly on Easter Monday. The PSNI has some intelligence, so obviously they'll have a big operation in Derry on Easter Monday when there are uh, big rallies taking place in Derry to mark the anniversary of the Easter Rising back in 1916. The other big story in the front of the Irish Times is that almost 1,600 homes in Dublin have been investigated by the City Council as suspected of uh, having illegal short-term lets since legislation to curb Airbnb-style holiday accommodation came into force in 2019. So we've about 1,600 suspected illegal short-term lets in Dublin. Um, Airbnb has more than a 1,000 properties for rent in Dublin, availability varying depending on the time of year. But since the middle of 2019, just 36 property owners have sought permission from the council for short-term letting. Airbnb is also on the front of the Irish Independent uh, because if you're in a rural area, uh, you have an Airbnb, but if it's in a tourism hotspot, it looks like you're going to escape these strict new regulations for short-term lettings. This is all after the EU forced the government into a major climb down. So rural Airbnbs in rent pressure zones will not have to apply for planning permission in areas with populations under 5,000. So there's a bit of a softening of the rules around Airbnb properties after uh, the EU picked up the phone or sent an email and said uh, you can't be as strict as you would like to be 
Staying with property, the front of the Irish Daily Mail, revenues new warning on property tax. The number of households seeking to be exempt or defer paying the local property taxes on the rise. Revenue has sent out a fresh round of warning letters to 150,000 people urging them to pay up as they're now three months behind on paying the tax or committing to revenue that they will pay it. Almost 11,000 people are looking to defer paying some 2.3 million euro in total in local property tax. Um, So I suppose one of the things would be if you're an older person kind of battling with the uh, rising cost of living, you might find it difficult to pay the property tax. But revenue do make it easy. It comes out of direct debit in our bank account every month. Uh, Before you blink, it's gone. So it's certainly easy to pay. So it's more that people maybe don't want to pay rather than don't know how to because it is quite easy. The Irish Daily Mirror Glock of the Morning U.S. Secret Service agents will be armed with over 300 guns to protect Joe Biden. His massive security team have been granted permits in Ireland for 100 weapons, including Glock 19 and 47 pistols, but they're expected to have three times that. A source last night telling the Mirror they may as well grant the permits because they're going to bring them no matter what. Uh, And as we heard yesterday, kind of doesn't matter what country the US president is in, they'll do their own thing when it comes to safety. I'm talking about the Secret Service here. It doesn't really matter about local rules. They will bring in uh, what they feel is necessary to protect the US president. Uh, staying on that theme, Dahl, the president's men, uh, speaking of doing what they like, they're going to close the Dahl car park when Joe Biden visits because Joe Biden has, if you don't mind, 40 cars that will be travelling uh, with him around the country. So the 40 cars will block up the dull car park. So TDs and senators are going to have to find somewhere else to park next Thursday. And apparently, according to the Star, some uh, TDs are miffed by this. But Joe Biden, with 40 cars, is going to make parking kind of tight at the Dáil. The Irish Examiner looks at how healthy and happy we are. More than 7 in 10 of us consider ourselves to be healthy. That's a nice positive story. Uh, But that's despite more than 60% of the country being classed as overweight or obese. So we might be in a slight bit of denial about our actual health. Uh, More than three quarters say we are in a positive mood. Now sometimes when you listen to the news you do think it's all doom and gloom but actually three quarters of people say they're in positive mood they're fairly happy this is a global study including contributions from over 30,000 people uh, about a thousand of whom are in Ireland and it asked them to assess how they feel they are in terms of happiness how their health is their weight their stress their mood and their ability to do daily activity and 76% of Irish people described their mood as positive there that's on the front of the the uh, examiner inside the Irish Independent in case you didn't hear this story and you're going to hospital soon maybe to visit someone or for a procedure face masks rules can be relaxed in Irish hospitals later this month if you ever wanted proof that we're really saying bye bye to Covid as a thing this is probably it because face masks obviously uh, were such a feature of the pandemic and now the mandate for universal use of masks in hospitals can end on the 19th of April uh, and that's for patients, staff and visitors now there are some exceptions according to the Irish Independent 
the decision to drop the mandate is a matter for each hospital but there are some occasions when staff will need to cover up uh, when performing high risk procedures and also patients will be offered masks if they're in uh, a ward with a load of other people if others are symptomatic but it's a big step in Ireland to get rid or relax the mask rules because that was around for such a long time. In the Irish Times a Mayo Fine Gael councillor has a suggestion for where we home our refugees because he has told a meeting of Mayo County Council that since President Higgins has urged the population to embrace inclusion, he should welcome refugees into Orasanukdron. Speaking at this week's monthly meeting of Mayo County Council, Councillor Tom Connolly says, I hear Michael D. Higgins saying we should embrace inclusion. Fine, I've no problem with that, but he has 95 rooms in Orasanukdron. Did he take in many Ukrainians? Uh, a spokesperson for the President declined to comment on the remarks made by Councillor Connolly. <laughs> but the uh, Orasanukthron officially has 92 rooms, not 95 rooms, apparently. You can read more about that in the Irish Times. And obviously, given the weekend that's in it, there are a couple of Easter stories in the paper. One in the sun about how much waste there's going to be. More than 60,000 tonnes of waste will be recycled in Ireland this Easter. Repack urging consumers to separate their rubbish into the correct bins. We got two Easter eggs at home and the amount of plastic involved. Didn't realise it until I actually opened it up. It's a complete waste. Uh, and shoppers apparently don't consider recycling when they're buying their Easter eggs. Well, I'm one example. We got two of them and uh, never even looked at the plastic and now you're sort of looking going, what a waste. And finally, the mail looks at the weather and really you have to enjoy the sunshine today. Nice spring sunshine today uh, because then after that, tomorrow is going to be cloudy patchy rain and then Sunday is going to be dull with patchy rain in the morning and then Monday is going to have widespread showers so enjoy it enjoy it while you can today on 106 to 108 FM and newstalk.com this this is news talk